This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. What is up, you guys? You are now tuned in for another episode of the annoyed not offended podcast so new episode new week as always i'm your host sydney discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week and y'all know for sure it is something and it's actually been a while since i feel like i've checked in with anybody you know it's been a minute but as usual i will show up eventually it's just me in the studio this week um however again as always i've loved the last few guests that i have had and i am planning on bringing you bigger and better guests so you know just stay tuned but let's jump right into this week's episode it's fairly a short episode because you know you guys are just checking in with me so i'll be talking about what's going on with me personally as well as a few things i think you know just the general audience would like to discuss um moving on to the first segment of the show we have fed up or up So just my general disclaimer about this segment, Fed Up or Fucked Up is dedicated for my audience to get to know my guests better. And you know what better way to get to know someone than what gets under their skin when it's typically just me on an episode, like a solo situation. I just go through what has gotten on my nerves this week. So you guys, my topic for this week is if you can't help, shut up. Y'all, I am fed up with people who offer criticism or frame things negatively without offering any sort of solution. And when I say this, I literally mean those people that state the blatant obvious, especially in situations that you already know are a bit sticky and aren't turning out in the way that you thought it would. And you know, you guys... I'm not going in on my fellow complainers. I am a complainer myself. I complain a lot. But after that said complaint that I have, I often think about what solution can I come to? Like, you know what? I am pissed off. This is upsetting me. This doesn't make any sense. But shortly afterwards, I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I can change this. I can do this or maybe think this through instead. Just like, you know, we got to work through this some way, somehow. I just can't completely be miserable. But I have also come across so many people who seem to not offer any sort of resolution, just only repeatedly discussing the negative aspects like well you know that's not gonna work or yeah that's not gonna work like did you think about this beforehand it's just mm -mm, we can't do that and it's like okay I know we can't do that but what can be done because you know especially when shit don't go right in certain situations you're like well it's still got to be done for a lot of stuff you can't be like, well, I got a flat tire. I can never just drive my car again. You like, damn, who can I call? How can I repair this? Something of that sort. And I'm just sick and tired of interacting with people like that. I can't do it. And even then, 
people who offer criticism without offering a possible solution are not valuable to the discussion because they're just pointing out the obvious. Like you obviously know that. And whether or not you're going to help or just be quiet, I I think it goes worse when people are already, you know, disappointed by your situation. So for you to repeatedly say just like, uh, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. It's just drilling that into it more. It's not like it, it's not helping the situation at all. And, you know, personally, going back to what I said before, I am a complainer, but I am working to learn more of how not to do this myself. And, you know, when I see people in a sticky situ or just not getting exactly what they thought they would, I'm like, uh, so sorry. How can I help? Or, hey, have you thought about this? Because at the end of the day, I'm sure as hell, even then, when you sometimes when you say, have you thought about this? I'm sure people have. I really am sure they have. <laughs> But you guys, it's definitely something a lot of people have to work through. I hope you guys are conscious of this. Don't be out there being that sort of person when shit not working out for people. You just bringing up how it didn't work out in the first place. They know that. Again, stop it. Stop, stop, stop. Figure out something else. But moving on to the main segment of the show, which is the Make It Make Sense segment. I just want to get into... This this very broad notion that I'm sure a lot of people have been thinking about, especially those 20-somethings out there, you know, you know who I'm talking to, but I'm especially talking to you guys since I too am a part of that category of people, but should I already have it figured out? So again, it's just me this episode meaning I'll be chatting about all the things that closely relate to myself and at the moment I've been thinking a lot about the notion of this kind of like false sense of having it all together and even then feeling like you know I can't actually prosper or be happy in life until I have all of the things that I want you know all of these goals are accomplished and I'm pretty sure we're all guilty of thinking like this you know once I get this little thing accomplished I'm set and I'll be happy but until then I'm just grind 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 mode I'm like just um having to stray away and I feel like there's nothing wrong with setting those long-term goals and you know putting smaller goals in place to achieve them but How much can you actually take within making those smaller goals that kind of, you know, hinder you or make you not feel as good about yourself as you should while you're on that path to accomplish whatever, you know? Um, And this only, to me, builds more stress at times when we know exactly what we want. But even then, you know, you're not sure how to get there. So, again, you guys, we are going to be discussing, should I already have it figured out? And even then, if the people who have it figured out, are they doing so much better than I am? And you guys, as always, I just be doing my research, trying to figure out, you know, what is already out there in the world about this topic, what discussions are being had. And this is clearly something that comes up often. And again, all of us 20-somethings definitely resonate with this because, you know, so often in life we're always asked, 
what do we want to be when we grow up? Or where do we see ourselves in the next five years? Like, that's always a thing. And even then when they bring this up, they can be talking about like personally or professionally, just what are your goals? And I feel like we're definitely a society that's always in this place of striving for something better, something newer, just feeling like, you know, we got to level up, so to speak. And it's nothing wrong with it. Like you should be attaining to something, but at what point are we actually setting ourselves back? And again, this is always something that resonates to me personally because I am a person who likes to feel like I am moving along. You know, I hate this feeling of stagnancy where I'm just like, okay, everything just seems the same. I'm seeing the same people. I'm doing the same thing. Like, what new is there? And not even so much what's new, but what's like better than that around me. And at times, it can get a little flustering, especially when there are minor things that set me back. I'm definitely a person that gets more flustered by smaller things as opposed to larger things. I have no clue why. Maybe it's just me being a Virgo. I've (laughs) discussed this on plenty of platforms, just my love for horoscopes and how, you know, Virgos have this notion of being nitpicky, but I'm always still like anxious thinking about the unknown and what lies ahead of me and like how can I even get to this like foggy area like I can see some of what I want but even then you know things change over time what we want always changes so in my research interestingly enough again this is a topic that is often discussed a lot of people say you know you really have to stop believing why you should have it all together and how it in hindsight is kind of ruining enjoying where you where you're at in the present like you know present tense just the life you're living day to day setting those routines we kind of look past those on the grand scheme of where we want to be in life when actually it's kind of hindering us because you know if you're not enjoying it and always thinking like what's next best thing you're not um exactly oh I don't know why it was so hard for me to get that out but what I was trying to say is just you're not exactly appreciating that The present moment is what you had once dreamt about in the past. Like it was once the future. So therefore, when you just keep thinking ahead and thinking ahead, you're kind of, you know, just like overlooking all of the things that are going on around you. You're not being present. But to make a long story short, one thing about me is that With things like this, I'm always still trying to figure out, you know, how can I ground myself more? How can I get rid of this feeling like I have to have it all together? And in my research, again, this is common. It is super duper common. So just a few things that I want to share with you guys as listeners and tips um, based on personal experience and, again, what the experts are saying. But remember, nobody has it all. Even people who are in spaces where we want to be, 
um, they're often trying to obtain bigger and better things, you know, even though they might be in that mansion that you want, they might be that writer on that show and different things. They're trying to get to the next level themselves. So, hey, they like, you know what? I don't even have it all together because I'm still trying to obtain things. And even then, don't hinder yourself by putting these same people on a pedestal. Hell, it's plenty of people who might seem to be where we want to be, but they might just be pretending. Not to say that you can't have role models or people that you look up to just based on um, certain traits, but don't let it be a thing of, you know, materialistically, I'm only looking up to this person because they have X, Y, and Z. You should be looking up to them because not only do they have X, Y, and Z, but they got there, you know, with their passion, with integrity, with being truthful, with still helping people. Think about things like that. Also, get super specific about your goals and touch points. This is something I'm definitely still working on. But, you know, I keep bringing this up with you guys. But be intentional. Intention matters so much when thinking or feeling like you have to get things together because you know when you check off those smaller boxes you start to even realize if the bigger boxes or goals that you're trying to get towards are even what you want because you know sometimes you may be thinking hey I have this thing of feeling like I got to get together and I want this new car. But then, you know, you do the small things. You save up your money. You get your credit up. And then you go look at the car and then you're like, wait a minute. I seen this other car on a lot that's a little bit more affordable that I like more. And you kind of change and you reroute. It's, it always happens. Um, now, one other thing that I really liked, again... I'm still trying to work on this, you guys. This is why I said we discussing it as a whole. Because I know I'm going through it, y'all going through it. But make note of the small wins. This can often be a reminder of what you've already accomplished. Like, there is literally a thing, according to researchers, um, I saw this on the Harvard Business Review, um, Teresa Amable. But there is a term coined by her that... Is called the progress principle and she did this more so in like the workspace and environments of teams but it literally showed that when you track progress that you're actually boosting morale because people can see firsthand the um, positive impact that they're having whether it's like big or small and it's almost that feeling of two you know I kind of get this feeling of when I look back at those wins that I have, it's like, well, you know, I did get X, Y, and Z done. Why wouldn't I be able to get A, B, and C? You know, like I'm more than capable just based on past experience and past examples. You know, you kind of, you get out of your head a little bit more. And lastly, be uncomfortable with the unknown. You guys, don't nobody really know to the T, as much as I like astrology and it proves fairly predictable, nobody still knows to the exact date or time. Like no man can truly pinpoint when everything is going to take place in their life, you know? So even people who are aware of their talents, they never know exactly 
how much they can amount to, you know? There are singers who, like Elton John, Michael Jackson, I'm sure they knew they were talented as kids growing up, but they never knew, like, okay, I'm going to be this, like, world-renowned pop star or anything of that nature. And, hell, the people that did do it, they still went on and was like, okay, I I still didn't know I would get to this point. So you have to surrender to the feeling of, you know, in due time, I will work out accordingly or even better because I've definitely had times where I feel like, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to be able to get all this figured out. It's just so much. I'm never going to be in this space that I want to be when later on down the road, I'm exactly where I want to be, if not better, you know, and I kind of have to take a moment to reflect on that. But Again, you guys, it's something we're all working through, especially my young folks, people younger than me, which is crazy to think about. Like, child, we all young. So we got time. You go get it figured out. And it ain't even that much figuring out to do. Just live your damn life. (laughs) Live your damn life. But moving on from the segment, you guys, we are going to jump into You Are Drove. So as usual, y'all know I love giving my disclaimer for my non-St. Louisans. Basically, drove is terminology for mad, sad, confused, or just plain oblivious to how you thought a situation would work out in your favor when in actuality it does not. So in other terms, if it didn't work out, if it didn't work out, you just drove drove as hell it happens um this week's drove segment goes to a florida influencer charged with fraud for stealing massachusetts residents identity to apply for a 100,000 covid relief loan mm-hmm Scammer still scamming y'all, and I got the story from Complex, but a Florida influencer has been arrested and charged with wire fraud after she allegedly used a Massachusetts resident's personal information to acquire a COVID-19 relief loan, y'all. So she stole somebody's identity, which is a federal crime like I feel like like that's a big deal you can definitely go to jail for identity theft that's not a petty crime because people will run some shit up in your name and then the banks and people calling you you like oh no baby that was not me in Miami with the Porsche I have what are you talking about but according to a press release from the Department of Justice Miss Lady is 31 year old Danielle Miller. Oh, she too damn old to be doing that too. You 31? You didn't think you was going to get caught? But she used the funds for personal expenses, including footing the bill for a private flight to California, staying at luxury hotels, um, and just running it up. Like she ran the back up and it was believed that she obtained the identification um, by allegedly gaining access to the registry of motor vehicles database. So baby girl was like breaking into government databases. Like I feel like that is a whole nother crime. I'm all for getting over on the government, but goddamn, you couldn't go through somebody else to hack Miss Mama. Mm-mm-mm. But then she used their information to open up a bank account and apply for a small business administration economic injury disaster loan. Ooh. 
Okay, that was a mouthful. But still, she got a lot of money back in August 2020. And uh, she don't even have that many followers. She has 35K followers. But she appears to post herself, you know, just with all her luxurious bags and clothes, just living this lifestyle of Bentleys and Rolls Royces. Um, But... She got caught, so she now faces a prison sentence up to 20 years with three years of supervised release and a fine of $250,000. That's crazy. $250,000 and Shorty only got out like $100K. Damn. Sucks to be you, but still, you know, no better do better, I think. I don't know. I'm not the one for scamming anybody just because, I don't know, that shit comes back on you in the past. Or me, I mean, okay, I'm not for stealing somebody's identity. I feel like if you get over on a government entity, sure. But you really going to take somebody's identity, baby girl? But the scammers are still scamming, y'all. That's it for today's episode. I loved chatting with you guys. Hopefully, I didn't ramble too much. Um, as always, I'm gonna do my little spiel. As someone who's an avid complainer, I actually don't mind hearing the complaints of others, but only when it is right. Let me judge your annoyances, both big and small, to see if you should be annoyed or offended, and make sure to email them to annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Again, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.